Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, Episode 523, Terminator dark fate it is for this franchise yes the, the box office is what they were referring to <laughs> yeah, is right. that, that that's their dark fate yeah big time swing and a miss a huge miss yes yeah so uh let's uh let's go around the table and introduce ourselves before is, we get derailed this is joe this is kevin and this is tom quick shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple Podcasts, spotify uh google Podcasts, wherever you get them go there and subscribe so you never miss an episode check us out on facebook facebook.com slash real spoilers I like the page, join the group, join the League of Show Shares. We'll read your name. That's pretty cool, maybe, sort of. Maybe. You know? Maybe. And uh, also our Patreon account, patreon.com slash real spoilers. For five bucks a month, you get bonus content, and uh, and you help us out some, and we appreciate that. So there's all that. Uh, I guess let's dig into Terminator Dark Fate. I feel like if you're a studio, you should stop putting the word dark in your title <laughs> dark phoenix was a miss mm. the dark universe completely collapsed <laughs> and now here we are at dark fate and it is strike three you're out dark night well that doesn't yeah. count <laughs> all right so one zero dark 30 two okay star trek into darkness and no, uh, <laughs> no 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 that that doesn't work near dark i like that movie dark shadow dark man oh no not dark shadow Ooh, dark shadows is bad dark yeah. man's dark, good dark, dark city Dark City works. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Alex Proyas, I think. Yeah, yeah. Coming off the crow, that doesn't get enough love. It's good. It good is, movie. I good. like. I the director's cut is actually better. Yeah, I think that's what I have. I watched yeah. it on Blu-ray not that long ago. I showed Katie, and she that's thought it was pretty flick. cool. Thor: The Dark World. Ah, yeah. there it is. See? I mean, of all of them, that's the bad one. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. <laughs> I say bad, but it's like, but that's the no. low point of the <laughs> yeah. MCU. Yeah, uh, man. So, Darkest Hour. <laughs> Which one was that? That's a Gary Oldman. Winston Churchill. Oh, movie. Like that, that he movie. won the Oscar for that. He so. deserved that movie was boring, but he was great. <laughs> uh, it's Darkwing just, Duck, Scanner Darkly. I don't like Scanner Darkly. Transformers: Dark of the Moon. I definitely don't like that. That was awesome. <laughs> that was the good one, right? Oh, it is. Yeah, that is the good one. Yeah. That's the third one. Where it's like, oh, oh what's this the second one? No, no. But what's the second one called? 
Oh, crap uh, fest. Oh, okay. Transformers 2. Uh, We're not racist. Racist, racist robots. Racist robots <laughs> uh, featuring, you know, the Step and Fetch It. Yeah, right. Oh, oh. Oh. How, congratulations. And those parents. I'll never forget those stupid high the, parents. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were yeah. the most annoying. Oh, Army of Darkness. That doesn't count. Yeah. It's got dark in the title. That's, I'm just talking about You the, said dark the, in the title. Uh, you that's just the word dark. That's dark. Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, y'all need to cover that one. We're waiting Still? for you. No, uh, I haven't done any of them. I know. We're waiting. No way. Uh, we're waiting for a whole series recap. <laughs> want you to finish the books first so that you oh, can really. It's like, well, you, you and Leanne have to step in because Dan can't. I guess that's true. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. All right. <laughs> Crap. I don't know what happened here. I thought this movie was a lot of fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I mostly enjoyed this movie. Yeah, like, for the I, most part. Like, I, 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 was but in, I, I went in with very low expectations. Yeah. And but but I, again, I think people are just kind of. I don't think that this is a beloved franchise. I think it's a beloved two movies, and they haven't made a good one in thirty years. Yeah, that's true. And but they're erasing all the others. So like this should be. This I is don't movie even three. know. I don't even know if the general public knows. That's that. the problem. But well, if like, because, well, because they're coming off Genesis, which was supposed to be a reboot, but it was like let's combine one and two. Like that's what Genesis was. It's like. You, it, it was a combination of one. It, they love both of those. Let's just put them together yeah. and see what happens. And it didn't like that was a mess. That movie was a mess. But I dark crystal. <laughs> not that have you watched that recently? Yeah, it was pretty. It was it does not hold up. It was is a that the one that we were in? Yes, it is. I was like, what is the love of this movie? Uh, I mean, it, puppet yeah. wise, the yes. puppets and yeah. everything like those are amazing practical works. Yeah, but, and especially oh my god, the the it, go watch that. What's the what's the YouTube channel that I can't remember? Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> what's the the channel with the is it Defunct Land? Oh, Defunct Land. Defunct yeah. Land TV on Jim Henson. And there's an episode on the Dark Crystal and the yeah. development hell. Yeah, oh, he yeah. tried to make that and everyone's like, "That's not going to make money." And he's like, "I really want to make this." And they finally got it made and it didn't make any money. <laughs> yeah. but like it's an amazing practical effects. And it's on Netflix. It's a, they have there's a, a new a show. That's says, w- yeah, that's yeah. why I thought you were trying to think. Of oh Netflix, no, because no, no, they no. have the new show on. But but anyway, so yeah, we talked about that, and I'm just like, oh, so yeah, boring. It was very boring. So it's like, but oh, but to my point though, real quick though, like this is a sequel to T2. Yes. So T1 happened. Yes. T2 happened. Yes. This is a direct sequel, and I feel like this movie does everything that you would want from a, a Terminator movie. As far as like, I love T2. Here's this movie. It does everything you, the, it, I think it would the, expect. I overall, I enjoyed this movie, but yeah. my complaint is. That it is basically just takes Terminator one and two and mushes them together. Well, oh. this is Terminator: The Force Awakens. This is a right. soft reboot. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You've yeah. got the same. They did the same thing. They added new characters. Yep. Uh, you know, as Kevin Smith says in Jane Silent Bob reboot, added diversity, new characters, yeah. <laughs> and told the same story again. I mean, you know, Brad was talking about that. I saw with Brad Hyen. And oh, uh, did you? I'm so I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, and so he said, you know, he pointed that out and I'm like, it's, it's true though. I mean, that's what reboots are. It's like, yeah. they take the same thing and they, you know, make them, they modernize them and they tell the same story that, cause they're like, people love this. And I mean, that's what they did here, but I think it works for what they tried to do. It had the action. It has it, some beats that are a little wonky, but I think, oh, I'm with you. Overall. Yeah. There's some really clunky dialogue. Uh-huh. I will also say, I think 
The effects got better as the movie went on, but some of the early scenes, I well, thought the effects were pretty wild. The new Terminator jumping in that first scene in that oh, warehouse. Oh, yeah, 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 When you saw him and it was right in front of the camera, it was the closest object yeah. to the camera and he jumps across it. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is the whole movie going to look like <laughs> right. this? But it never did again. Like right. it was, a, But that early on. like You'd think they would go back and be like, we got to fix how that. How did that pass? Yeah, like They're like, know. this is the beginning of the movie and they made a character large on the screen jump like that. Right. It looked so fake. Yeah. Um, but no, I I was pleasantly surprised that uh, the the action was good and and the CG looked good. This is Tim Miller, the it director is, yeah, of the first Deadpool. Yeah. So the guy knows action, and I think this movie was as entertaining and funny as it was because of Tim Miller. Like he knows how to do sure. action and comedy, yeah, I, obviously, I and he interjects a lot of humor that works. I mean, I granted some of them didn't always work as well as others. I but, have a huge problem with Arnold in this movie. Oh hell. No, Carl is the best character in the Terminator franchise. No, hands down, love Carl. I, Don't I you? I didn't care for Linda Hamilton in this movie. Uh, I thought some of her line readings were really weird and stilted. Some of hers were overall. I thought she was a badass. I loved her in this, but, but she's some, a badass because they gave her badass things to do. But, but I, I, I don't. But I, I didn't. I didn't really care for her. I guess I feel like with her, there's a scene in this movie where she does a flip, and I huh? was. Oh, not a, like a backflip. Oh, so like there's a scene like, she's when what? she's talking to the girl for the first time, right? And her voice, she her voice draw or raises an octave, and she sounds like the Sarah Connor from Part One when she's asking for her phone, right? And like there's a moment where she's like, "Can I, you know, can I?" She sounds just like that innocent Sarah Connor. The character gives over. Danny gives her the phone, and she immediately flips back to Terminator Two, Sarah Connor, and I was like, that was. Like that was really good. I don't know why that worked as well as it did for me, but it was like that was now. And she's just, you know, we're 30 years of her, you know, something happens in the past and she is broken again. Like she kind of, I don't know if she ever became whole at the end of Terminator two. Well, let's get into it. What happens with this? So here we go. So the the, the movie opens up with the video that we see in Terminator Mm two of her screaming at the doctors you know talking about judgment day in 1997 yeah. and we she gets it's three it's, billion people are gonna need a lot of sunblock or yeah. whatever she's explaining it's that great, judgment it's, day is gonna that, happen. that scene in t2 is great oh yeah i she just rewatched she T2. is off i did as well yeah. and she is off the rails uh in that scene so then she's uh, such a badass in that movie yeah. and i think in this one like linda hamilton you know james cameron loves his strong of course female yeah. and I, it's just she's awesome i just it made me i grew up with t2 as most people our age did love that movie but i just appreciate it all over again how awesome she is in yeah that movie. so we find out that obviously judgment day was was canceled uh night so we do a little flashback to 1998 so we're a year past where judgment day should have been and they do some really good de-aging. Like she, the, the de-aging Dude. they do, she looks just like Linda Hamilton was circa amazing. 1991. I thought this yeah. was amazing how they did this. And, I, uh, I mean, this Edward, is why the jump looked weird. They spent all the money on this. <laughs> yeah, but right. like Edward Furlong, obviously, would be 30 must, years older. Well, and, he, just, he just did the voice, right? Well, I don't... I mean, yeah, they probably applied a face to a younger actor. But I'm just saying... Do we see his face? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You do. Like, he, I mean, I I was honestly like, was this a deleted scene? It looks right. Yeah. Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong, the look of them in this scene, which clearly could not have been filmed before now. Right. Like, you know, it's it's a brand new scene. They look just like them. I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. Because I was, because some people told me like, oh, the DH is a little wonky, whatever. And I went into I it like. I thought it looked great. I, oh, thought, yeah. I thought this looked better than Tarkin. 
Oh yeah, I think yeah. Was, no, I, this this looked smooth. There was no computery uncanny valley, yeah. like you said. It was like, did they film this? Yeah. <laughs> this is a deleted it, scene. Yeah. yeah. So they're in Mexico and things are okay. Like Sarah's yeah. watching John kind of hit on a girl, and then all of a what sudden, a all of a sudden, you all you all you see initially is the arm. Yeah. And I was just like, so wait, is there? An, and then they pan up, and this is the best looking Arnold. I will say His I don't face think, looked a little weird. I don't think he looked as good yeah. as the other two. I would agree, but it still looks way better than like what we saw in Salvation. Yeah, like yeah. circa. So and we see an Arnold circa nineteen ninety one, and he's yeah. jacked to the gills. It looks and like a T two. Yeah, the T eight hundred from T mm. two, and he blows. He shoots John in the chest with this, a shotgun. I mean, cold they, open. Yeah. John, your hero of T two, everyone most people's favorite Terminator movie. Like first five minutes of this movie, <laughs> yeah, he's gone. dead. Everything they worked for, they saved the day. Yeah, and they killed John. I'm like, that's a ballsy move. It is a ballsy like, move. Well, I mean, you kind of have to explain. It's so weird because Nick Stahl played him in three T three, and he is a whiny bitch. In three. Uh, have you seen T two? Pretty whiny. Uh, because in I guess I feel like I can accept the whininess from a ten year old. But he in is. T2. But if my child whined like that, <laughs> it, they would be told not to. You know what I mean? Like I rewatched this movie last night because I was just like, oh, I haven't seen it in a little while, and I I watched it, and I'm, it's never bothered me, and I grew up with it, and I was a kid when I first saw yeah. it, and everything. But God, rewatching it as a parent and in my thirties now, I'm like, he is so whiny, just constant whining from yeah. him, and I'm just like. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's, it never right. bothered me before, and I'm it's like, because you were that age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know? Yeah, but yeah, I never whined as much. I mean, God, every line from John Connor is a whine. Like that's how Edward Furlong played that. Like, oh really? So yeah, so we lose John in the first, like I said, like you said, five minutes of yeah. this movie, and the Terminator just kind of drops his gun and walks away. Yeah, and that was it. Like I mean, that was he accomplished his mission. Mission was over. Although I, I do kind of have a problem with that. Like, Why? It just, it just kind of like takes away everything. That the movies that the two, that two that yeah that one and two were about and it and it kind of derails the premise of the franchise. Why it, I, that I, he's I, the one that's going to save the future? If it's just but, the, but it. the future is gone. But if he it, but it's also like but then why does this Terminator still have this mission? Because, and then we also and then basically the movie says if it's not him, it'll be somebody else. Uh, I agree with that last part. Yeah, but I think that what you said about why. So they explain why there's another. Like, yeah, one. I think they were very smart with how they set this up. Because yeah, I did like that. I mean, the whole thing is that they accomplished it. Judgment Day was was ended. Skynet is no more. They very clearly set it up to like the you know. Have you heard the theory that the Terminators, the Skynet kept sending. Skynet knew that it wouldn't kill John, so they kept sending different Terminators back so that Skynet would be created. Huh. No. Yeah. That, that's that's a, that's a theory that like they knew they weren't going to beat him. But they but they had to jump the gun and try to get Skynet created. So obviously in one they sent the first one back, yeah. knowing that the arm would get left behind mm-hmm. and they would create it off the arm. In two, uh, wait maybe it's in three. I think in three they redo the the like the the research on something and that's how it, it's Skynet comes online and, and Judgment Day starts in mm-hmm. three. But, but either way, but, in yeah. this one, they explain, and Little Hamilton says that they didn't just send one Terminator. So, right. so when they sent the T one thousand, that wasn't the only Terminator they sent. So they right. actually sent multiple, and this was a T eight hundred they sent. And so, even though Skynet was gone, this one still had that mission, and he was searching for John. So he eventually caught up to him and killed him, and and that was the mission. And I just love what it sets up later. I love the redemption, which we'll get into. I think it's such a fascinating concept. 
to take to not somehow be like, oh, this is the good Terminator from T2, and somehow he was a clone <laughs> and got his memories. But they and he's do a good kind guy. of do that. But they like don't. They, but they make him into the, the, the Terminator from T2 without him being the Terminator from T2. Which I love. That's what I'm saying. Like, But he's not. He's a killer. He killed your... I man. like the idea that like when he didn't have a mission, he started interacting with people, and because it's an AI, it did learn to be human right. in its own fashion. He's the only one, and again, we're not there yet, but he's the only one that's ever on his own become a good guy yeah. and, and, and interact. So, but yeah, this was, I was shocked. I didn't know how they were going to handle it. Like I, I think Edward Furlong has some problems and like oh, they didn't want to, they didn't want to put him in this movie. So yeah. like this was a way to have him in there for the continuity, yeah. have him in, but like they get rid of him quick. They do. They do. Uh, and it's, it, and so we flash forward we to flash Mexico forward, City. Mexico City, and we see the first. Uh, we see, we meet Danny and her brother Diego. And I thought of you because of our Rambo conversation. How different, right? How different? How different Mexico is this movie? Is shown exactly from Rambo Five. Does it not like? Does that not lead credence to what I was saying about Rambo Five? I when never you see thought this? of it that way. But in this movie, when you see all these great, you know, hardworking hard Mexicans and, and just yeah. families and everything, uh-huh. and it's like, I get what you're saying. Like I still. Agree I still think of the points we made back then and I'm like, well, it's totally a different thing they're showing, blah, blah, blah. But I get what you were saying where right. it's like they just showed Mexico as just another city. Like it's just a community and families and it, it just puts it in such a better light right. than right. Rambo. And there, there's yeah. a lot. There is a lot of uh, and who wrote this? Did, did James Cameron write this? Uh, or is there a bunch of writing credits? I think Tim Miller has writing credit. Uh, no, David Goyer. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I knew that you one got would. Tricked. Yeah, you got tricked. tricked. Yeah, I shouldn't have told you. So then, Billy Ray, maybe Cyrus. Maybe I Cyrus. Don't know, yeah, but, uh, and Justin Rhodes. Okay. No relation to Dusty. Or well, maybe it is related maybe. to Dusty. I don't know. Uh, Billy Ray is an American screenwriter who began writing television and movies in 94 with Color of the Night. Oh, Color oh, of Night. Oh, man. That's the Bruce Willis one where you see his wiener? Yes. Vol- yeah. Volcano and Hearts War. Another Bruce Willis. And uh, science fiction show Earth 2. Not familiar with that. All right. Uh, we don't need to see the pedigree <laughs> for garbage David Goyer. But anyway, so. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's interesting that. There is a lot. They definitely double down on the the female empowerment. Um, yeah, Linda. But that's not new. It's not new. James Cameron has it's always had always done that. And, and it's funny. I feel like James Cameron, who can be a misogynist, can be problematic. Yes, let's just say that. Yes, but I think at the time those movies were coming out, totally nobody was putting female no. characters front and center and making them strong. He was one of so, the first to have that so female you, action. You can look back and say. Well, it wasn't done exactly the way it should have been, or you know, like oh, you, you made them strong by not make by making them more masculine. You and, and and there there are certainly truths to that, but but nobody else was doing it at all. No, at no, all. He actually and he did it repeatedly, he invented it, and he did it extremely well. He took both. So Ripley and Sarah Connor both were different characters in the first movies. Yeah. Like, in the first... And both... I mean, she's not the same... Ripley and Sarah Connor are not the same characters. Well, let's not forget, he also put a strong female protagonist front and center in uh, in Rambo First Blood 2. What? Yeah, his... The... the Rambo has this Vietnamese girl oh, who helps you're him. Right, and you're she, right. And she's a badass. That's right. That's she's right, a, that's she's right. a legit badass. She does not live till the end of the movie, <laughs> but no one in Rambo's life except, <laughs> except for, for Rambo <laughs> and uh, uh, Troutman. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, live. But um, but 
but like she's legit killing people. That's she true. legit saves Rambo. Yeah, I think twice. It's been a little bit since I've seen it, but um. So I mean th- that's and even Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies, absolutely. Like yeah, she, absolutely. She, she it does not. She's not of that world, but she, but she quickly learns how to navigate. Correct. It, right. So I mean that's that's been. So there, are, I've already seen people complaining that this movie didn't make money because it's woke. No, and I'm, like, and I'm just like, eh, I know. But his movies have always done. Have that. always been. Yeah. And again, looking back, people that are woke might not think they're as woke as they should be in today's world. Right. But if you look at those movies and the era in which they came out, you would not have found a more female centric and female friendly. Action movie, totally. Than no. a James Cameron. Well, that's what I'm saying is like Sarah and Ripley uh, were different. Like when they get to the second movies, well, he created the first one, so you can't say like. Well, but I mean, he he flipped Sarah. Like Sarah was not that right, but he, he flipped but himself. Was, it's not no, like no, he totally, took another, totally. No, I, 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 I feel agree. like Sarah Connor in in T two. That's an evolution of that character. Yeah. Oh, I think she it's went, an evolution. She was a waitress. Well. She went through that, oh, and then she became saying. a yeah. badass. I, I don't see, feel I like it's a complete, it's a perfect flip of a character. Yeah. I see it, what like, you're saying. It, it, it made perfect sense yes. that this is what she where became. she would, where she would end up. Yeah, where you know. Ripley is kind of a a one eighty, a little bit. But she but, also but went through. But she also she also went through, and she's still like an astronaut, like in 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 the military. Like she's not. That's true. Like you gotta have some skills to get totally to the point she was at. Right, right, right. You know, and then they become who they become in the second. And obviously, he didn't have anything to do with the first alien. That's right. That's you know. But so yeah. So then we flash forward to Mexico. We meet Danny and her brother Diego. Uh, which I was just like, can we pick a different name for this guy? Because I keep right. thinking of um, Dora. Please make right. her not Dora. She's Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Although it's, that would have been a hell of a crossover. <laughs> right? But it's like, this is Danny and Diego. I'm like, right, 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 it's right. so close. And we just saw that Dora movie. And she's and she's very she's very capable. She's, you know, getting her brother up for work and they're going to the to the auto plant to do, you know, their thing. And um, he's replaced, he's by, replaced a by a robot, which I was just like, OK, I see where we're going. Yeah, like, that's I'm, we're picking up on it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um and you know Danny kind of takes charge and uh what if that was the whole movie was just Skynet but they're just creating machines to replace workers and that's how they take that's over. how they take over it's just I mean it's kind of that's where I thought we were going like there are no killer Terminators the whole Terminator is just like terminating jobs and, and the whole thing is about destroying replacing human yeah. workforce uh so then we kind of fly you know she kind of fights for her brother and um. The, the 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 two character your two terminators basically show up so we've got i don't know who this gal is but i liked her Mackenzie a lot davis she was fun like she was a badass she was really good yeah uh shows up she and- was in blade runner 2049 who was she in that um i don't know one of the i think she was like a hologram or something oh okay um i don't know somewhere someone in that movie and uh she was on was she the one in a TV show? Uh, someone was just telling me about a TV show. It looks she like she's Halt and Catch, Catch Fire. Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. That's the one. Uh, okay. And then she was an episode of Black Mirror, but uh, The Martian too. Okay. So, but so, yeah, she, was, she really was really good. good. Uh, and this is the first. Like, she's your Kyle Reese for this one. Mm-hmm. And then you've got. Oh, she was Tully. She oh, was that's Tully. that's what we know. Yes, yeah, she was so good in that. She was the babysitter that's, in Tully. That's what oh. it is. So, so when I saw Tully. 
and I was like, that movie was awesome. And like, who is she? I know her. She was in that episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh, so okay, like, I knew okay, her from Black okay. Mirror and Tully. She was Man, what so a, good. What a completely different character. But that's the thing is her credits don't have these badass action roles. Right, and right, she goes right. in this and crushes it. She does. Yeah. She's really good. She's really good. And she doesn't look like your typical action hero. She is very, uh, I think it's on purpose. She's a, she's very androgynous looking um, where she's not. Like even as a young girl, when they do a flashback, she yeah. has short hair, short hair. It's, she's got a, th- a, a, a a thinner build. Like she's not. She's built more like an athlete. Is what right. she's she built. Like. I she's wish built they like would a track get, star. I wish they would get back to giving us tough looking Terminators. Yeah, like I'm fine with her, but I wish the other Terminator would have been tougher looking. Like when, in T two, it was kind of cool that you had this guy that wasn't necessarily physically imposing, yeah. but could do all this crazy stuff. Opposite but Schwarzenegger, we, who we knew it was a total right. one eighty. But like, but, kind of ever since, we keep getting these true. kind of Terminators, even on the TV show. Yeah, where you got what, sexy Terminators, Summer Glow, <laughs> Summer Glow. There we yeah. go. And uh, and I think it's so they blend in. I mean, tur- I mean, Schwarzenegger is a very distracting, <laughs> especially sure. big bodybuilder. But, but when you see him, like I, I agree with Tom, is like when you see him going up. When Michael Bean is standing in front of Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1984, yeah, Schwarzenegger was. I don't think I don't think words don't really put what that dude looked like because yeah. there was nobody that was walking around that looked like him yeah. in 1984. Like that dude was a freak of nature, yeah, and, right. and a, like. Well, look at his bodybuilding. I mean, he's that's what I'm saying. Slim yeah. down from like, that. When he, I mean, when, he, he was, he, when that dude beat Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. To be his like, biceps you know? had biceps. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. So I agree that like there is a certain look that that character probably should have when you're going up against. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the reversal in T2 and it really worked. Yeah. But they did but, it again. But they keep yeah. doing it. That's what this They've is. They've never given us a physically imposing Terminator since. No, because the gal in three was it was a gal. Yeah, it was. Uh, I want to say check from Law and Order. I, right? I want to say Sienna Miller, but that's not right. Uh, but I will say so. The this new Terminator, Christina had, Logan. Maybe. Oh yeah. So the the new Terminator they send after them though. When I saw the previews, which you know I tried to dodge, but you know I saw what he looked like, and I'm right. like, oh, he looks like a soccer dad or something. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm right, like, right. How is he going to be imposing? But I thought he actually did a really good job blending in in this movie. I th- like he changes his accent. He blends into whatever community, like just like the T1000 yeah. yeah. would manipulate people. Yeah, I did like the code shifting. I that thought he was, he was doing. really when good. He was talking to Texans. He sounded yeah. Texans. <laughs> yeah. As an to actor, yeah. he did a really good job yeah. of of doing that. So. My preconceived notions were all just like, oh, this guy is not imposing. He looks like a just a dorky dad. Like he doesn't look, you know, threatening. But I thought the actor did a great job in the role. I, yeah, I was no, perfectly I, I happy had, with the performance. Yeah, he was fine. I, I think. Uh, and he's a uh, Rev Nine is the new Rev model. 9, so yeah. so we find out that Skynet's gone, as we mentioned. Like they did stop Skynet, S- but something else took but its place. Legion took Legion. over. Yeah, so. the government the government uh, created a wartime ai and the ai turned yeah. on them which and, but, it was just like that's exactly what skynet right did, you dummies but yeah. but so but what i like about this but what i do like and and i like time travel movies a lot i've talked about this and i know we watched what was that stupid one that the, the early time travel movie that we watched remember? oh my god project project, project yeah. Almanac. <laughs> and i talked about then where i'm like i generally really like time travel and i even thought that had interesting ideas but i really like the idea of you can try to 
change your own fate and they go into this a lot in this movie you can try to alter the future you can try to go back and change things but a lot of times fate has a way of working itself out and and happening anyway well and also like ultimately the kind of the only way you're going to stop this is to stop technological advance right people aren't going to stop making ai and robots and things like that or stop humans which i mean obviously you're not going to want to to do but but the point is depends on the humans i could get (laughs) i I can give you a list (laughs) but the thing is in this movie it's like you'll end up on a list yeah but this is humanity where they they wanted power they wanted to create this ai and they created skynet you stop them and it's like and then humanity is not just like oh that one person stopped making these, this AI, no, totally. like, like, of course someone else will do it if right. they don't. And so I really like the idea that another quote unquote Skynet came anyway. So it was all for not. And now you have to battle this new one. And what is the solution? Like, are you going to ever really be able to stop it from happening? Like, how do you stop humanity from repeating their past mistakes and not creating this? It's just an interesting question it is, I that agree. they bring up. And I like how, how things evolve and how the heroes evolve and, and, they changed, which I know that this is probably another complaint where people are like, it's a little woke or whatever, but how they changed the whole archetype of like the mother, the, the, she's not, she's not going to give birth to right, the, to the, the man. Her, her role in it isn't birthing. Yeah. Right? She right. is the, she is and, the, and so they do flip the script there, which, which we'll get into. So I thought this movie had some really interesting ideas. Um, I do wish that it wasn't quite as much of a retread just because I would like it felt more, a lot like Terminator 2 but there were a lot of those interesting ideas I think that kept it fresh to where even though it was a retread they brought up new ideas and and twisted things a little bit and, yeah no and I think I think the end when we get to the end I thought I was like okay like yeah let's, let, give me that movie like that that seems interesting enough that, yeah and I have know. questions when we get there but so this Rev 9 uh, we see he which is basically like 1000 yeah uh, it's a very advanced t1000 and so he goes into the to the dad and asks where danny is um you know he kind of gives shows his hand right because every, her friends call her danny he asks for danielle right you know that dude's dead he shows <laughs> up he shows up at their work to, you know what that was one of my favorite kills in two is when through the head the milk carton yes yeah yes that yeah. is a great kill it's a good kill um and th- so this we, i should say this is they show it R. off camera and it pans to well, it you, yeah you hear it and then, like she, she switches the hands. Foster mom's talking on the phone, yeah. and you just hear it go, and then it pans over. It's a great. Kill. I do like that's that where she's like, "What's that?" He goes, "What's the dog's name?" And he was like, "Rusty Wolfie." Like, Wolfie. He's like, "Why is Rusty barking?" And what? he's like, "And she's Wolfie. like, what? no, but he he no, but he asks why is Wolfie barking?" And she goes, "Wolfie's fine, honey." Wolfie. But Wolfie's not the name, right? Right. But John Max, says, he says, "Yeah, it's that's Max, okay." Right, right, right. He yeah. says, and then yeah. of course, then the yeah. thing through the. I face. just watched this last night, yeah. so it's very fresh. Thing through the face. Yeah. Yeah, so then, um, so Grace, who is our jo- or our Kyle Reese of this movie, uh, also knows where she's headed, and we find, and you're not really sure what's, you think Grace might be a Terminator as well, because she's mm-hmm. got, uh, she's like enhanced, an, enhanced, and she's got, her sight is a little bit different, and she's faster and stronger. Um, and I like this too. This is a really interesting concept. I agree. They've yeah. never done this before. No, I It's agree. always Terminators of some yeah. sort. And well, one, it's Michael Bean. Well, right, but the the robots that you think are robots, I mean, they're always some sort of Terminator. Right, and with this one, she's augmented. Yes, and so if you uh, if you've ever played the Deus Ex games, which have been around for twenty years, so in that you are a human, but you're augmented. So you have different 
machine, you know, vision very much. I mean, this movie is very similar to the things they do in that game series, but you're a human with all these augments and you upgrade your character over time. I really like that idea that, so she has that humanity. She has a human soul and brain and she grew up as a human. So she has that relation to humans that she can relate more than a, you know, think sure. of Arnold Schwarzenegger in T2. Who's, oh yeah. Yeah. Doesn't know anything. Um, but she's also a badass. So you've got the best of both worlds there. Yeah. Uh, so they both end up the 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 Rev Nine and Grace kind of end up at the car plant at the same time, uh, and all hell breaks loose. Like this is where the first time we see what wonky Grace, jump, yeah, wonky jump. <laughs> this is the first time we can see what what Grace can do, and she's pretty much holding her own. She kicks the uh, cops' ass in Mexico City. That oh, that's to, right, she uh, does. That's right, she takes out like four or five. That cops. was, I mean, and again, the humor here. I thought it was pretty funny with the two <laughs> and people. The, guy, the guy's like, "Help her! Why don't you? Yeah, good uh, idea. Yeah, that was awesome." He's just walking she, away in his and underwear. Then she, I really like how they. Do, I mean, again, it's it's just like force awakens there's a lot of rehashes that look parallels to the t2 stuff but they're still different i like how the camera pans down really cool camera work and she just kind of puts her foot shoves her foot next to his and you know she's sizing him right right right. i also i do appreciate since we know that skynet isn't a thing anymore when the time portals would open up mm -hmm. it was they would melt whatever they were yeah they were ice and this one they they flipped it and they were ice yeah i was like okay at least they're sticking with like obviously the the technology wouldn't be exactly right yeah so uh, it's the same premise, yeah. but they accomplish it different. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, right. Different development, different technology. See, it's those little things right. that make the difference where they could have been lazy. A lazy retread would just be like, copy paste. Here's the same thing, you know. <laughs> and they invented this new system, which has, again, those parallels, but there's enough new stuff to where you're like, yeah, that's clever. They changed it. And, yeah. And even the Terminators in the future, they look like those robots, but they have tentacles and stuff. Like, yeah. they're, they're a different technology. It's a different, it's yeah. a different, different Terminator. Um, so yeah, so they, they get it. They, Grace kind of explains, uh, we lose Diego. Diego gets killed in the, oh no, we don't, not yet. In the car in chase. The car chase. Follows, yeah, yeah. But so they get out and they're pretty cool car chase. Very I mean, good the, car yeah, chase. Yeah, this is a really good And there's scene. a lot of practical and, effects. Yeah. Like and, that's. And this is early on. I mean, if you think about T2, like you're not getting this stuff until 30, 40 minutes is into that the right? movie. You don't get that chase in the. I mean, it's probably a half hour in. I mean, it's a slow the development. Truck, the truck chase? Yeah. But this is now, this is where they're, it's very similar to the way the truck and the, that grease canal is filmed yeah. or whatever. But, you know, and he does very similar camera work, but you get this early on in the movie mm-hmm. like this movie hits the ground running and it's good it's it's good action it's not yeah. choppy cuts like we hate no it's not it's there's a lot of practical effects mm-hmm. and the things that uh, i feel like they only use the cg uh to enhance the yeah. practical like effects. you can tell like, like there's real cars but then sometimes when they do flips like you can tell the cg kind of kicks in right. to enhance things but it's not distracting enough to be nope, like not at all. total green screen right so yeah. um good chase but this is where we see what the rev 9 can do and it so can just like the t1000 it can shapeshift anyone he touches very similar uh you know and he can turn into stabbing objects like the t1000 this one can actually turn into a gun he can split but this one can split yeah so that the endoskeleton is his own thing and then the gooey liquid venom looking black thing can form into people too so i mean it's a this is a lot harder to kill even than the t1000 because he can double team yeah i was like just freeze it like that worked in two I'll just freeze the damn. Maybe thing, this, maybe that one can't oh, do that. Maybe, He's yeah. not liquid metal in this one. He's I guess like that's some true. other kind some of other a, nanobites, yeah. nanobots, or something. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so there's a big, big explosion, and then all of a sudden, here comes uh, a car, pulls up, and yeah. out walks Sarah Connor, and she immediately goes into Sarah Connor mode. I got chills when she yeah. walked out with that gun. Like I, again, I think the way they handled her being a badass was great. And as soon as she walks out of that car, just I 
can mm-hmm. feel that you know like she's and, very and, much the, the the progression of sarah yeah. connor it reminded me of like t2 and how awesome she was and how much i enjoyed that her coming back you know because sometimes you get the stunt casting and the cameos and you're like oh that's cute what they tried to do but to her credit like linda hamilton worked her ass off to get in shape she did a ton yeah. of you know she lost weight she put on a ton of muscle i mean for her age she i remember looked, in, in t2 man she was oh yeah she, she was ripped she looked awesome she in t2 yeah. but i mean think about how this is what 30 uh, years yeah it was 27 uh, years or whatever you know or 2000 no 91 yeah so yeah. i mean you know 28 years later and the shape that she got in i mean she looks awesome in this yeah. movie yeah so she and she goes to town like she starts she takes she does not waste a second no. she knocks the uh, part She's of shooting this thing, throwing a grenade. Right. Yeah. The the I'll be back line was a little meh. Yeah. I wish they only did it once. Like I didn't need two. You know. Yeah. I wish they only did two. One I'll be back. I like variation. the other one better. Yes. They, I could have not used. You mean the I won't be back? Yeah. 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 I liked. I I liked that. Yeah. yeah. Especially because he he under yes he undersold it. Well, he wouldn't know it. Right. He wouldn't know the line. No, that's fair. Yeah. But I. But I. Yeah. But as an actor, yeah. he, I guess that's, he underdelivered. Hers was too cute. So I guess yeah. the, I guess the T two or the T eight hundred and T two wouldn't know the line either. Yeah, not from the bad ones. Yeah. All that. Yeah. <laughs> he got squished. Uh, so yeah, so she takes. So Danny and Grace take off, and this is where we like. There's something going on with Grace where she's not okay. Like yeah. her body is kind of rejecting the augmentations that are in her system, so she has to have a yeah. certain amount of drugs. Well, she has, so she's this augmented, she's like half, maybe more than half machine. She's so augmented that it requires a lot of energy. Right. And so to get all that energy, her and metabolism. Yeah, she still has an organic metabolism, yeah. like right. human metabolism. So when she puts out all that energy, it drains her. So she has to have all these drugs to kind of kickstart her system. And uh, she overheats like a machine would. Right. So right. she needs water and at, they're driving, don't have any water. And so she basically just starts to overheat <laughs> yeah. and pass out well, it's yeah. kind of similar to wally west when they rebooted flash it is. years ago like he had to he had to eat so much food yeah. to burn so, some caloric intake I, yeah. there's a great scene where he's got like a a tray of like 50 big belly burgers yeah after he had just run and his buddy's like what are you doing he's like i got it man i just ran my ass off like i gotta yeah. eat and i'm gonna i'm gonna go race superman are you kidding me like i gotta carve up they do a good job in the flash tv show of addressing that they do where yeah. barry's always talking about how much he has to eat <laughs> to be able to, <laughs> to keep mean, going yeah it's cool that they actually address that because those are things like we're back in the golden age they're not in the silver age well, they're not yeah. they're not addressing things no, like yeah, necessarily no, like no, that no. but i like now that people are questioning things and it's cool that they're like yeah you've got to eat to keep up that <laughs> where does right. that it's energy you're getting that energy <laughs> yeah you're you're running five thousand miles an hour so uh so yeah so they get to like uh the pharmacy a pharmacy and this is where the you know there's a not really a funny scene but like she grace is collapsing and and danny kind of has to step up and take charge yeah. and get her the medicine she needs uh they get her i'm not gonna say doped up but they get her the medicine they give her a shot of the medicine and they get her all of a sudden they walk outside and there's no they don't give her anything linda hamilton gives is that it to what her it is the hotel okay because she says how'd you know how much to give her right like, like, i didn't, I didn't. <laughs> uh so but linda hamilton shows up right she's like i mean i saved like, your life and, and you steal my car yeah. so they uh they're doing their thing and they get back to this hotel and this is where sarah kind of breaks down who she is i do like the cell phone in the Mm, that's funny. Paid a potato chip bag, and she was like, "I, like I wish I could chips. eat potato <laughs> chips like that." And be <laughs> well, if, you, if all you're doing is eating potato chips and drinking booze, like that's your mm. your source of, uh, you know. But she, she's a lot more ripped than someone. She is. That's eats true. Potato <laughs> chips and drinks booze. <laughs> right. uh, and so you know, Grace kind of wake. We get to see where Grace wakes up, and Linda Hamilton has a gun to her head, mm. and she was like, "Start talking." And of course, and I like that Grace is not giving her any information. Yeah, 
She will not give her, tell her who she is, where she's from. And she also kicks into action. I mean, again, Grace is on a mission. And right. so once she wakes up and she's got her meds now, uh, you know, Linda Hamilton is badass as she is. She can't compete with an augmented human. Right. So Grace takes the gun and puts her against a wall and just, and then where's they, Danny? They let Danny in and she's like, you locked me out of the room. And so there's a. Uh, Sometimes mommy and daddy have oh to talk. Oh my god, that was a great <laughs> was line. Funny. I like that line. I laughed throughout this movie. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I know that there were some. Some didn't work. I mean, you know, the, sometimes not all the jokes hit, but for the most part, it's like me, Deadpool. Me, yeah, yeah, exactly. But me in the theater, for the most part, I mean, this it was a funny movie. Like throughout the movie, mm-hmm. people were laughing. It had, it had good comedic yeah. moments, uh, especially when we get to Carl MVP. Yeah, yeah. Carl's drapes. Oh right. my god. Uh, all right. So yeah, so they, um, she, Sarah, kind of gives them her backstory as to who she was and what who John was, mm-hmm. uh, and Grace doesn't really let on as to who Danny is. Mm-hmm. She's like, I was sent here to protect her. That's it. Yeah. That's my only job. I. She's like, she presumes Sarah Connors. She says, I used to be her. You know, right. when they ask, why do you want to help her. us? I was, I was her. her, and it sucks. Right. And well, so, I think you see her as an adult in the flash forwards. Uh-uh. There, there, you see, you see the captain, but you never see that it's her. I could have swore you saw. You do see her, but she must be real made up and aged because she's. Well, she's got like a big mask on. She's got yeah, her hair. Because I could swore you, you you saw like because I saw a lady. I I just remember seeing the lady thinking like, is that supposed to be her? It's supposed to be Danny. Danny in the future. You know? I was thinking about it the whole time, but when you see her again, I mean, this is set in the far in the future so like i saw like an older woman with gray hair and again there's the breathing mask and stuff so i i couldn't tell that i mean you definitely could have spotted it It probably was her but i think they aged her up enough to keep you guessing yeah but i still could see where this movie was going and i clearly was like well i was i mean obviously i thought when they said that oh she's gonna have the son that saves the world i'm like both (laughs) right no they're not this movie that has basically all female leads and female empowerment which isn't a bad thing but i'm saying they're not setting her up they're not gonna they're not gonna do the mother the mother mary isn't gonna be this this trope so we this is where we get a little backstory on grace uh is that she was you know part she's having a nightmare and she Mm -hmm. we flash back to the war and she's uh they're trying to get to this base but the the drones basically from not from uh legion are attacking uh, and her main goal is to get the ca- get the commander into uh, the base. Mm. And there's a ma- but I mean, these, these, things all these, are, these things are kill, are killing everything. Yeah. These bombs are blowing everybody up, and right. she ends up getting damaged pretty Stabbed bad, pretty bad. And we see her. I think maybe even a later flashback. She wakes up and she because she tells him before she goes under. She's like, "I want to volunteer for the yeah the augmentation." Right? Is, she, is the is the commander okay? She's fine. Let's yeah. get let's get you squared away. Uh, so yeah, so she kind of, she can ask Sarah, Grace asks Sarah, where did you, how did you know I was going to be there or what, you know, and she kind of says, she's like, I get texts and it's uh, and then this is where we get the explanation that Skynet sent back more than just the one. Uh, so she is basically just, I think we get that way back in the beginning when that Terminator shows up, she says, yeah, that's how we know why that T-800 came and killed John. She oh, says okay, that they okay. had I thought it was when she's explaining mm-hmm. what happened. No, she just says I get texts and it's just a mystery. Now but we she be, know she becomes a Terminator hunter is basically yeah. what she is. But we know we haven't seen Arnold Schwarzenegger for an hour, so right. we're like clearly he's the one sending that it's right. right. What exactly. else are you gonna yeah. do in this movie? <laughs> well so. I didn't know. So I honestly thought it was gonna be Danny from oh. the kid Danny from Terminator Two. The kid Danny from the, Terminator the, the, 2. the dad, the dad who is like the you know, the guy who dies at the end who blows up Skynet. 
Remember, he had a oh, son. Oh, Dyson. Miles Dyson's son. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when we get to yeah. see her, her son. When the guy brings them the weapon, I'm I was like, like please oh, it's, make that it, Dyson's it, son. It needs to be Danny. To tie it in. The only yeah. reason I remember is because like Edward Furlong was like, he's, this, he's about to cut his arm off. Yeah. We got to get you out of this room. When you said Danny, because I'm like, that's her name. So I was confused. Oh, no. I sure, sure, saying. sure. Yeah. No, I, I was thinking just like how bad movie example, but like Independence Day 2, how that's the, is that Will Smith's son yeah. does whatever. Yeah. I'm thinking this movie, if they want to tie him together, Give Dyson's son, who Dyson obviously dies doing the right thing in that movie, right. give his son something to do. And that's obviously him and Sarah Connor had this connection. Like she got it, his dad killed. So she took care of the family. That's why she's pissed. Well, Kinda, that's why he's pissed at her. Yeah. And like, you know, I It'd be interesting. He to, does say, I don't, I don't commit. Tr- I think that I think there's a script. There's a there's a scene where they we find out that that is him yeah because she says i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't commit treason for anybody that was my take too why would else would a military guy be bringing sarah connor how else would she know one right exactly so that exactly so that was my idea and i don't know why and maybe it just didn't play make it because of time or whatever but so yeah so they sarah they basically say we got to get to where are those texts are coming from so i do like that grace is like do you still have your phone and she was like yeah He's like, cool, give it to me. And she, yeah, got it. And she bra- she hacks the phone, and f- we figure out the oh, coordinates. What are you doing? Future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good line. Good line. Good, those That's are good I mean, line. there's a lot of, yeah. So they get the, the longitude, latitude coordinates, and uh, she was just like. Well, and Grace has those tattooed yeah, she on was, her stomach. She looks so. at it, and she's kind of in shock, and she's like, this was tattooed on me for I don't know why, but it's the same stuff. So clearly they got to go right. there. So they go, and it's, uh, they. Oh, I guess there's another fight because they have to take a helicopter. They 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 chop her in. Get to the chopper. Uh, they chop her in to like remember they're they're flying the the chopper and she kind of says land one click out so they can walk up. But there's another fight with it with the with the Rev Nine mm. in this world. Okay. So and it, which I mean like I you don't really need to explain the fights like it's just right they massive. Fight. They fight. Yeah. They get away barely. He tracks them. Um. So that basically they they infer that this Rev Nine is able to hack into any security system, right? Cell phones, internet, database. Oh, like, that's what it is. It, they they um they sneak they, across the border. They sneak across the border. They go to her uncle. They sneak across the border, and the uh the Rev Nine hacks like border patrol. Border, yeah, yeah, and they get arrested. And then he infiltrates. Uh, he kills right, the border right, patrol right. people, and then yeah, they're captured, and he ends up going into the holding a, facility. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, this is. This is poignant. This is like when we are actually going into a detention facility. Yeah, this the, movie the line, does not hide no, what it's... The trying. line when Grace breaks free and she goes, uh, she goes, where do you where do you hold the prisoners? And she goes, they're detainees. And I was like, well, that was that was on the nose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she was like, whatever. And just like yeah. slams her to head. To me, the like they, they got across what they were trying to say and it was very clear, but to me, it didn't come off as preachy. No, like, I don't think I, so. I think that they handled it well. It's it, like poignant, like you said, but it wasn't like, oh my God, they're beating you over that. Like it's a plot point that they made very clear, but I don't know. It was well handled. No, I don't think, yeah. I, I don't, I didn't see a problem with that at all. Yeah. You know, cause it's, it's what would have happened. Yeah, and if you know? you're from the future and you don't know the politics of the situation, and you look at one, you're not going to go. Oh, Do you these- think that she doesn't know though? I I mean, I, she probably doesn't ever really have time to learn about the history no, that came before like, it. I guess that's Legion's true. the technology, but they don't have technology. I don't think. I mean, I always think of the the rebels. Like, they're yeah, just I guess kinda, that's true. They're just kind of piece of them. They're like homeless. They're you know, I mean, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, very low tech, just trying to find weapons, and they don't they don't have a lot of time to read that's, up on. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh yeah so then the, this is where they get the chopper 
they get out of there. They go see, uh, um, they cut in the woods. They, uh, walk up to this cabin and it says Carl, you know, there's a van that says Carl's drapes. And I was like, ugh, MVP. All right. And then, so Why they is knock, that bad? I don't know. There was just, well, I don't I, understand. So here's the, like, so I just watched three as well. Well, like, that's not our fault. No, I know. But I mean, like <laughs> what they do with him in three is like as badass as he is in one and two in three. It's almost a parody of the entire thing. OK, like the you know, the scene in three when he like one of I the, saw it once in theaters. No, I did okay, not in, remember in two in two when okay. he goes into the bar. Yeah. And it's that badass scene where he, you know, give me I need your boot, your clothes, your motorcycle. And then oh. they do Arnold. Then, John, thank you. And then they, you know they get you get George Thorogood as yeah. he's walking out. Like Jesus Christ! Like that's badass. In three, he gets hits you get in this one too. You get George Thorogood in this. Same song plays when he lands in that shack with the hillbillies barbecuing. Oh, does they it really? It that's again. funny. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in three, it's almost a parody where like you know when he walks up and he takes the guy's sunglasses and just kind of walks mm-hmm. away. Well, he does the same thing, but it's like sunflower sunglasses like it's very okay tongue-in-cheek okay and i feel like i miss that and we get that we get that terminator in this eventually but i do kind of miss that emotionless arnold if that makes sense like that that version of the t800 has not been around in a long time right right. but it's been 22 years like i yeah to me to me to ha- I think it's way more interesting than just having a killer T-800 go around and as badass as it is, but you know you could watch T-2 and he's plenty badass in that. Here's a here's a killing machine that was sent for a mission, murdered your main character, and then in 22 years has found another purpose, a family, learned about human emotion, and learned on his own to help others and become a good person. Like I think that's a far more interesting development than him just being like, come with me if you want to live after 22 years like you know he's learned like this is cool that they took the worst of the worst killer that kills your main character he's a monster he's a monster turned him into a good guy (laughs) and a likable and a funny guy i i think it's really cool yeah i i hear you yeah i just there there was when we finally get to like the terminator that i want to see i was like okay yeah he's still badass yeah he can still do it when he, he still, there's a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. But I love it that when they're like seeing pictures and in your head, you're just like, why does he have a family? This is a Terminator. <laughs> and you find out he's the one that killed well, John. Yeah, that, well, we know but, immediately that it's the one because he's got the same scar on mm-hmm. his face and Sarah reacts to the scar. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then you get that whole thing. Like, how much more interesting is it now that Sarah has to team up with the Terminator that killed her son. It's, like, it, it's way it interesting. Is, it's very T2-ish where she has to team up with a Terminator that looks like the Terminator well, that attacked her. But it's, it's the same kind of idea, but this one's taken to the next t- level. Yes, exactly. Where B1. This I one mean, killed her son. What would that do to you? How would you handle it? I mean, she instantly wants to kill him, which right. is the right reaction. And then she goes off and has that nice moment where is it Danny goes and is it Grace or Danny? I it's think Danny. it was Danny. Yeah. He goes and talks to her and they have this nice moment together and it's like, yeah, you would react terribly. You've wanted nothing more than for 22 years to avenge your son you're killing every terminator that you can and now you've got to team up with this guy like it's like i i wonder if the rating of this movie hurt it because the only reason it got a rated r to me 
is the language. Yeah, I don't sure. think there's no there's there. He's killing a bunch of people, yeah. and there's blood. Like they there's, CG, but there's not C, much blood. It's CG blood. It's yeah. very I, easily taken out. I watched T two with Ryan. Totally able to watch that. I mean, there's, there's almost no it's blood. language. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's it's so silly because I I watched that and we you know aside from that one gnarly kill which he thought was cool, but right. still I'm like that movie wasn't bad at all. They just dropped the f bomb all over the place. A lot of it. Yeah, and, and this is the same one. Like there's sometimes. Like, okay, I have to censor myself on this show because I use that word a lot. You do? I do. Oh, I didn't think. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, but, like, there are times when it, she, when Sarah uses it where I was like, that's a, that's a weird reason But you don't get many there. of them. You get, like, four. And where it, they're weird or four Where they say that, where they it. drop an F-bomb. Yeah. Because the first one comes about 30 minutes into the movie, and I, and I was just like, and I honestly didn't know the rating, and I was like, "Oh, that's probably that's our your one." Because right. so far, it feels very PG thirteen, right? And then we got a, you get a couple more, and I was like, "Oh, I, I feel like she says it a lot." Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just I felt like not in rapid fire, right? But I feel like that was a main part of her. I didn't really notice anything too gratuitous about this movie. I, I the thing is, if you're you going to make an arts. But you can get away with well, a button PG thirteen. Yeah. If you if, if you're gonna give this movie an R rating, and this is what I say about all of them, it's like if you're gonna do it, then double down on it. Right. Otherwise, make it PG thirteen and get that box office. Right. I mean, it's why not? That's what you're. It's show because business. they were like oh, they're going back to an R rating, and right. I was like, cool, but let's do it. Did they? I mean, I, I didn't know. notice anything that was really. There weren't any crazy kills. There weren't. It, it wasn't hyper violent. It just when they when that final battle with the with the other Terminator, yeah. like they do some pretty graphic things to him but because he's a robot there's no blood right, right. but like when they're like basically ripping his face in half and yeah. stuff like it was That's like oh they're messing with. <laughs> yeah. but but again i think that it probably would have still got a pg-13 because they can go he's a robot, he's a robot. There's no blood the same way that in the terminator for or the transformers franchise yeah they're robots and there's blood everywhere but it's like <laughs> hydraulic <laughs> fluid so nobody so it's green and they don't right, care right even though they're still supposed to be living beings it's that's why yeah. i feel like with i've even said this about the original halloween in 1978 that's a pg movie yeah or i guess it's a pg movie in 2019 right compared to back then yeah yeah um, take the boobs out you can though like not, yeah not in current if you're saying it's pg now you can't have boobs now in pg oh but i mean but you can get away with boobs in pg-13 yeah right? you can get away with the, as long as it's i think it's, i don't know about that maybe side oh, no nipple probably in pg-13 yeah. i think you can i don't think you can yeah, i don't think you can have nipple maybe side boob or something but yeah, maybe uh, um, but, but you can do side boob in that. Just be like, here, move the mask up just a little bit there. Done. Yeah, right. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's what makes it. I think nowadays. But there's yeah, there's hardly anything in there. It's just more the suspense and everything. Right. So we get Carl and there. You know, they he, Carl's great. He explains drapery. He he explains that like once the mission was completed, he didn't have anything else to do. So he's. Yeah started walking around and he's and then he's like once i got a family and i learned what it was like to have a child and to lose a child he understood what he did to her and he's like and then i wanted to give you a mission or give right. you a purpose like i thought it was so well written and and how his character this cold robot killer was turned into a a family man and and gained a heart like i don't know i think it was really cool that they did that and they did it well like where you weren't like i'm not buying it like I think they did it really well to where you felt for him and you see him with the family saying goodbye and it's actually touching and yeah. you're like, wow, uh, he just murdered John at the beginning of this movie, <laughs> yeah, right? Right, right. Uh, so they decide that like we gotta, we will use Danny as bait and Sarah's just like, I you, don't care. You can show boobs in PG thirteen. I thought so. Yeah, depending on how they're used. Yeah, but because like I the thing that I just googled it and but the thing that came out was like, oh yeah, but in Total Recall the remake. 
three boobs. You get three boobs. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. Maybe because there's three, <laughs> and that's weird. <laughs> but I'm saying is like I think it's the way that they are used. Yeah. Like I don't think you Must can be. see them. I can't. Around. I mean, how many movies off the top of your head can you think of that are PG-13 with boobs? Just one of the boys. What? That's the first one that comes to my mind. Is there? It's a movie where yeah. a gal. I don't remember if she's like trying to weed out like the misogyny but like she becomes friends with this dude but she's a girl and she starts to develop feelings for him and she has to like by the end of the movie she has to explain to him that she is not a boy Uh. and how she explains she's not a boy she was like look and like opens a towel but you actually see it oh yeah Okay. I think what it comes down to is most movies with boobs are not trying to skirt the PG-13 line. Like, totally, if you yeah, have totally, boobs totally, in your movie, totally. you've got a lot <laughs> yeah, of nudity right. and a lot of cursing. Like, it's not like... No, well, totally. according to this article, Kevin, I'm a little disappointed in you. There, you, you see nudity in Hackers. Oh, Kevin. Dropping what? the ball. Angelina Jolie? Yeah. It, but it must be like silhouettes. It's like in a dark room when there's no Angelina lights Jol- on. Angelina uh, as Jolie's character hooks up with her uh-huh. cohort... Zero cool. Mm. She briskly walks across the room as her breasts peek through an unzipped jacket. Wow, bah, it's it's slight though, but yeah, still counts. Uh, yeah, so they basically said we're gonna set up a kill box, which is like I've never heard of this, and then I feel like in three movies this year they set up a kill box. <laughs> it's the same thing they did in uh, Hobbs and Shaw at the yeah, end. They set yeah. up a kill box. Like this word, I've never heard of kill boxes, <laughs> and now it's like they all heard it everyone. once. They're like, no, it works. Yeah. I like it. I heard uh, over at uh, Universal they're doing a movie <laughs> with a kill box. <laughs> Let's you and I do it. Uh, so, yeah. so they and, and this is where Grace is like, nope, absolutely not. I will throw her to the bottom of a mine shaft if it means I have to protect and her. And, I, again, I think they do a really good job with Danny and her character and that strong female lead. And yeah. she's just like, I don't want to go live at the bottom of a mine shaft. Right. And she's like, I am not going to hide. I'm going to confront this now. We're and going to do it now. Wow. And then I, well, they're trying to get her to shoot, and she can't shoot for And then all of a sudden, Linda Han- Hamilton kind of leans into her ear and says, a Terminator just killed your entire family, and it's coming after you. What are you going to do? And they give her like this massive that's shotgun, dumb. and they also I, give her I a huge, a huge shotgun as opposed I, to a that, pistol. I, that's, that's I mean, yeah, right, right, or a <laughs> rifle or whatever. It's like, always a shotgun. Like, oh, it was a, so you can you, you your aim is better because you yes. have motivation. No, your aim is better no, because you have a, a massive huge shotgun gun. Yeah. that could hit anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> if you can't hit that watermelon with that kind of weapon, you need to go to the mine shaft. Yeah, go to the mine shaft. It's it's and it's everybody's best interest. I mean, she gave her motivation, but also they gave her a gigantic. I mean, that thing just spreads out. Like, yeah, you aim it anywhere near the watermelon yeah you're gonna yeah. get it uh so but yeah i like the point it proved though where they're like they don't have time for this crap they're trying to train her with weapons and you know and oh and be steady and you're you're anticipating the recoil and whatever and she's like give her this big a gun <laughs> yeah, right. and make her that mad. was always one of the problems i had with genesis yeah which i think we did on this show we Probably. had to have given i think so that's the most recent one right yeah, yeah that was yeah. the one with yeah, we uh, did. daenerys targaryen we did. and daenerys i yeah. like that uh what's her name Daenerys. What's her real name? Oh, Amelia Clark. There we go. Thank you. Where she like... Amelia Clark A. I did see a preview for her like little romantic comedy mm. for Christmas time. That, nah. looks, that looks adorable. Last Christmas? Next Christmas? Something With the Asian guy. And Henry Golding. Thing. Yeah. yeah. The, the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Henry and, Golding. Yeah. And uh, he's clearly an angel. Something. I he's think. definitely something. Didn't talk to anybody but her. That's right. That's, I think. I think he's I something. I don't know that, but just based on the trailer, I, I don't feel like I'm spoiling it because <laughs> it's conjecture and my theory. But that's my prediction. I think you aren't wrong. Porn parody is called "Touched by an Angel." Yeah, <laughs> it works both ways. Uh, but yeah, so that was like when she pulls up, 
and saves Kyle Reese in that movie. And I she, don't remember. Oh that, my god, yeah. it's not good. Like it's it's basically what happened is like they tried to reboot the whole thing. I really like how they recreated the exact scenes from. Oh no, that was fun. I thought that it was. I thought it was fun. I thought they looked just like it. They did yeah. a great job. So I really enjoyed that part. But overall, I don't garbage it, yeah. movie. She's something about she's time travel or something. They're going ba- through portals. She's basically something. Sarah Connor from T two and Terminator One. Yeah, like that's kind of what okay. they did. Um. Yeah. So they they their plan is the kill box. They're gonna go to. They're gonna. Where are they going? Like some some, po- some power plant. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the the mol- the melting plant from yeah. Terminator Two. Yeah, that's kind pretty of much. Yeah, doing. like it's <laughs> it's the exact same plot. Yeah. Uh, so they get there and there's a oh mil- they need an EMP. That's what it is. So okay. then they get a military friend to give them a military EMP. Not the son from Terminator yeah, Two, apparently. <laughs> and uh, the the T or the Rev Nine tracks them and ends up chasing them down. Uh, he shoots the military guy, so that way they get a military escort because he's like, I need you to. We're coming to the base. This is a, this, these are private contractors. Get them out of here. Yeah. So so yeah. they end up going onto the airfield. They they fly oh, a plane. You're right. You're and right. then he gets a jet and tracks <laughs> yeah. them down. Which it's I thought a, was kind of it's he, a big cool he's, action. Scene. He's dry, he's flying the refueling plane. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's a little early for refuel, and he kills both escorts, <laughs> yeah, right. and then he's going after them, and then they're like, "We got to get out of here." I thought the, this is a good scene where they're like trying to get the the, the Humvee, Humvee as a parachute out of the car yeah. or out of the, out of the yeah, car. The action scenes, I thought. I mean, I was thoroughly entertained mm-hmm. by all these. Mm-hmm. Tim Miller knows how to do action, so they land at like a dam. That's One where more they are. boob in PG thirteen movies. Yeah, Titanic. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't even think about I've that. I've never seen it. Yeah, I think really. It's what? good. I've never seen Titanic. It's good. It's a good you movie. You should see it. Okay. You yeah. should. It holds up. I watched it about two or three years ago. Yeah. Totally holds up. And it is. It's a four quadrant hint for a reason. Okay. And like you has has your wife watched it? Has she seen it? She's a she's a 30, well, 36 year old. Pretend like <laughs> you're being a sensitive guy and, be, and watch Titanic <laughs> with her because yeah, it's got all the romance and the costumes and historical drama. But like once that boat starts to sink. It's just a kick-ass action movie, but it's got all this other stuff that goes on too. Sure, but like watching, it's a good movie. All, you know, I, know, all I know is Rose is selfish. That's all I've. Well, yes. all I've been told. Do you know the only reason they got away with that that frontal like, you know, boobs out? Not just for a second, <laughs> but like yeah. it's because it was an artsy, really good movie. <laughs> yeah, like right. it would have been R in a second if it were just some action schlock. But they're like, oh, this is well, and it's important. early in. It's a three-hour movie. By the time they got to the end, they probably forgot they had seen boobs. That's true. Yeah, like yeah. I completely I forgot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's they they crash in this dam, and this is where the big fight happens. Uh, and finally, they realize they've lost. See, the if it was EMP. a PG thirteen. They would have had to crash in a darn. God damn it! Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the big fight is going on, and they, they've lost the EMP, and they're just trying to survive at this point. Um, and finally, Grace uh, term, uh, Carl gives them a twelve percent chance without the EMP to live. Yeah, and, and they're like, just yeah, like, "We got to run away." And I think Danny's like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna take that twelve percent right. chance. We're gonna run and we're with gonna, it." Yeah. Uh, so finally, Grace is damaged, hurt real bad, and basically she says. Our only option is this thing in my chest, like this thing in my oh, chest. Oh, we have another EMP. Yeah, it's yeah. in my chest. And it's power source. Power source. It's actually like in her abdomen or something. Oh, I thought, okay. Mm-mm, it's Either low down by oh, her. Oh, I guess yeah. that's true. Like she does kind of Danny. It's goes. not Iron Man's arc <laughs> yeah, reactor. Right, right, right. She's an op- Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus opens Prime. his chest yeah. up and you got gives the, the touch. Gives her the spark. <laughs> the all spark. <laughs> uh, so ba- like Danny, they realize that this is our only option and Grace is hurt bad they've they've pushed in a cool scene where they push the t the the rev nine like into one of the reactor not reactors but like the 
uh, generators where his like face is getting bounced off the thing. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, we get a good look at the T eight hundred, where Arnold's kind of losing limbs left mm-hmm. and right. He's got the you know, half of his face is well, gone. Well, back at the dam, they to- uh, the the Rev nine, the endoskeleton part actually crashed with him off the plane and right. went underwater. And they yeah. had a pretty cool underwater fight. They did, and yeah. that thing tears his arm off. So he's missing an arm. He ends up climbing out of there with one arm. Right. And so he's beaten up pretty bad at this point when they get to the plant. So Grace is terminally injured and they kind of say that like you you have to like she's talking to danny she's like you have got to get this thing out of me it's the only option and you've got to survive and at this point i think around here is where we get that flashback because at this point we already know who she is who she is because we saw a flashback of grace as a little girl and she's uh trying to you know survive in these other scavengers come and they're like they're gonna kill her for her food right, right right and then we see and then the next flashback is like danny is the one that actually saves her right and so she's like you saved me now let me save you right so they they pull the the arc reactor out of you've got the touch <laughs> out of out of uh grace and uh they end up she ends up getting it like she's good, now danimus prime yeah she ends a good fight with between danny and the rev nine uh, where they fight him off, and then Arnold... oh yeah, at this point, once he spit him through the the super spinny he's messed thing, up. that that I mean, it's on its last limb, like it's melting. Right, uh, the the Rev Nine endoskeleton, but it still holds on for a long. time. It does a like little if, too long. Like yeah, like I was like, I think they're making this thing too tough. Yeah, yeah. because it's like so the so. The, Okay, the solution is simple. Just send back two of them. Right. What are the chances <laughs> well, of them beating it again? And yeah, that's, right, right. that's why I was saying at the end I have questions because it really, if you know, with any of the Terminator movies, you can be like, can Skynet send twenty of these things? Right. Well, they, can you send them when they're a baby, not when they're seven? I mean, you know, I mean, you can yeah. start saying like, what's with their plans here? Right. So but, yeah, so she ends up fighting him off. But I will say also real quick, the really cool thing about that Rev Nine, which we touched on, is the fact that it's like outer part can leave and then they can both team up. So yeah. like you've got the endoskeleton and then the one that looks like what the guy it's, looks like in the, the previews. The, the TA, the T-1000. And you get some really cool team ups with the way that it will leave and it can like manipulate around objects. Like it's stabbed in the shoulder and you right. can manipulate out of it. And there's just some really cool, cool. things with yeah. this Terminator. The fact do. that it can split apart and then kind of work as a tag mm-hmm. team is just kind of, I think comes out of the idea that whenever there's an advancement in technology, it's used for porn. That's <laughs> true. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It never, to... it never fails. Right. Yeah, VR, we got you covered. But this time, there's one for the ladies. <laughs> that's right. And some of the men and whoever else. Yes. Would like and all to... points in between. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so they, he, Danny jabs the the EMP into the guy's face, uh, and she can't. Uh, she well, can't make it. it... The T eight hundred. Carl is knocked out and. Grace is like, Screaming get up, you know, and wake up. He's he's very damaged at this point, but right. he ends up taking, grabbing the Rev-9 and, and smashes into it. takes him into the man, bottom I th- of the reactor. I, I thought for a second we were getting the thumbs up again. I, I know. was like, oh, I God, was just please like, don't do it. I, I was like, best directorial choice Tim Miller made was not doing the... Resist the urge for the thumbs up. Not doing the Van Helsing thumbs up? Yeah. Is it the EMP he gets in the face? I thought it was her power supply. Which was like an EMP. Oh, that's also one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it, that's kind of how it, we, we lose both Carl and uh, the Rev Nine. My biggest problem, and like if if I were going to actually yell at the screen, I'm like, we know how this works. Get that damn chip out of the T800 head. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't leave that chip. Oh, that's but the no. Whole. Here's the problem. Grace is still there. 
Her entire body. Well, she is, has augments, but it, she is not an AI. It doesn't matter. That's the that's step one. Well, okay, yeah. but I mean, I'm just saying, like the AI is the problem for creating Skynet, not augments. Like they're like, oh, robot arms, but <laughs> but like, dude, the whole point of those first two movies is get that damn chip. Well, here you go. Here's part two. Skynet's back. Right, because now yeah, they found now the they chip found from the, the T-800s. Right. Now they, right. So it's like, I was so mad that they didn't like, I know they look fried and Arnold's dead at the bottom or what looks like a T-800 skeleton, but I'm like, get that yeah, chip yeah, right. out of his head. Go down there. I wish they addressed that. But. So yeah, so the the movie kind of wraps up. Um, Danny Road and, trip. Yeah, well, here's the cool part that I liked is she's driving the same Jeep. She's driving. Oh, the she's Jeep. driving the Jeep. She's driving the Jeep from the first one. She's a bad, like that picture that John has yeah. when she's. Yeah, she's yeah. driving the Jeep. Not not the same Jeep, but, but she's driving uh, yeah. uh, a very similar looking Jeep uh, when they drive away. Throws Danny the keys. Yeah. Very cool. But she's, but I like that she's like, I'm not going to let Grace die again because at this point, since Grace hasn't sent her back, you know, I mean, this is all in the past right. where she Grace goes, is a she young goes child. Look, looks at Grace. And yeah, she's like, it. I'm not going to let them kill her again. And, right. and uh, Sarah Connor says, this time you got to be ready. And so I like the idea where they can take it into a lot of different directions. Like, are they going to stop Legion from being created? Like, I mean, they if they were to, which it doesn't look like they will, but yeah. if they ever were to spin it off, there's a lot of directions they could go. And I like the fact that like the future isn't written yet. You still have Grace there. She's not augmented yet. They can stop that whole reality. Maybe. How are they going to yeah. address that? So yeah, it's. I thought this was. Uh, what was the? There was one theory that I really. Oh, the backwards that they're theory. backwards, right? So in Terminator, there they the that Skynet was constantly trying to different avenues to stop John, right? So obviously in uh, two, they. Like they sent something back to kill him as a they said in three, they sent one back to kill him as an adult and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So then in two, they sent one back to kill him as a, as a teenager and that didn't work. So then in one, they were just like, right to hell with it. Kill the mom. Well, like like kill, we can't. We, so that take that, that, out the grandma. Take out the gr- <laughs> like this. That's this the theory. Is, that this is my these pro- are actually in reverse. But this is my problem. If Skynet's so smart and track these things down, why do you not go to a certain st- point in time where you can take them out way earlier and not have to mess with any of these people don't maybe make they can, Sarah maybe, Connor maybe they can only go back so far maybe and I and I get that and it's a time travel movie it's sci-fi I'm not saying it ruins the whole thing but it does get me to thinking like why is Skynet choosing to go to a point where Sarah Connor's alive and where you know just like kill and, and this is a something you see in time travel movies a lot though to where it's like why didn't they you know they they go back and they don't give themselves just enough, enough time. Yeah, right. I mean, Back to the Future does <laughs> sure, it. Sure, sure. You know. Sometimes they even parody in movies. They're like, "Give me an extra hour or something." Like, <laughs> yeah. why are you only giving so little time? Like, give a few days to try to figure this thing out. But yeah, but. I thought it's a shame that it didn't do well. I thought it was well done. I thought it was fun. I thought yeah. it it's the best one they've done since, since two. Since two. I, I mean, the bar is set about as right. low as you can. It's like, the bar is on the ground. I I enjoy the movie, but I'm I'm also. I also don't feel like they turned in this amazing piece no, I of work. Agree. They did not. That should have done better. I'm like, I think people are just kind of tired of it. Yeah. But but I do like, I think the box office is bad because people feel burnt. But people that love T2, I feel like this is exactly what you'd expect. Like if fans go into this expecting that kind of action and, and Terminator type stuff and time travel, whatever, like this movie checks all the boxes. It does. So... I, I just, just think it feels a little formulaic at times, yeah. and and I don't disagree. It's a really well done formula, uh-huh. but it but it does feel a little formulaic. You think, I thought we were supposed to be getting a new Guns N' Roses song in this movie. Ooh. Are you serious? I thought I had read an article saying that they thought that there was a rumor Guns N' Roses was working oh. on a, 
on a new song for maybe, this movie. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they didn't do it. <laughs> I will clearly. <laughs> I really like that song they do from the trailer, and I don't think it made it into the movie. But that I can't even. That's something human or whatever. The one that's in all the trailers. Oh, it sure, in, sure, sure. I really like that. It kind of sounds like a sleepy cover, but I don't think it's a cover. But it has that like slow, ominous, creepy yeah. kind of vibe to it. And I just I'm like that's a really great trailer song, but I don't think I ever heard it uh-uh. at any time in the movie. It, no. yeah. But yeah, I think I mean if you got nothing else going on. And you love the if Terminator. you like T two, I really I, think you're gonna like this movie. If you if you like the first two Terminator movies, I think you will be reasonably entertained by yeah, this. Yeah, I would agree. But if you never saw it, I also don't feel like you're missing out on much. No, yeah, no, I would yeah. agree with that as well. There you go. So cool. Well, I guess Terminator seventeen. Yes, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show online, you can do so at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Uh, or while you're there, you can like the page, join the League of Show Shares. And of course, uh, don't forget our Patreon account, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. Five bucks a month, all sorts of bonus content, and you get to help us out a little bit. So yeah. uh, that's it for this one. Coming up next week, we will tackle Dr. Sleep. Really? Oh, for real. Fool, really? And fool me <laughs> once. And finally. <laughs> fool me ten times. Shame on, Shame on someone. Me. I don't know where it is at this point. <laughs> so uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Dr. Lazarus deletes the fourth directive. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.